With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome back to Liberty Librarian. This is your host, Heather Biederman. It is a lovely Monday morning, July 8th. 2019 and we're having a much better technology day this week and I just wanted to mention a shout out to Jill Value from last week. Um, we re-uploaded that show and the quality is much better so if you kind of gave up because the sound was bad it is a thousand times better so I'm really excited about that. So this week, we're uh, recovering from the 4th of July and all the fun. Um, we've had a little bit of family emergencies this week, so it wasn't the most funnest 4th of July, I will say, but uh, it made me think a lot about health and uh, taking care of yourself and we live in a country where people are very proud of our nation and just a lot of stuff behind, you know, why we are the way we are. And so this week, I decided that I wanted to share with you guys a little bit about I'm starting a self-experimentation journey this month. And it's a little bit based on a book I read called uh, The 4-Hour Body by Tim Ferriss. I don't know if you guys have read it before or not, but really great book, lots of interesting ideas, and it's getting, gosh, it must be getting about almost 10 years old now, but um, some of the things in that book I still follow to this day, and some of it has kind of faded off to the side, but um, Tim Ferriss has inspired me as a as a person because he often does a lot of research. I love to do research. He looks into ways to kind of hack your health and hack in a good way where you can make things a little bit easier, make it faster to have good progress. So I think that's something that is pretty important to me uh, seeing you know, I'm getting older, my, my family, my parents are getting older, and you look at yourself and you go, how can I at least maintain my health? How can I make it? So even though I'm super busy, how do I make it? So the day-to-day -day I can get exercise in, be healthy, not kind of get too out of control with, like, food and, and you know, kind of, like, be that normal, sexy person that I'd like to be. And I think we all kind of want to do that. We live in a society where appearance is important, right? So that's one of the things I'm going to talk about on the show. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of intellectual freedom first. I have a little bit of news to cover, but not a lot. 
But this week, I'm going to make sure I hit the ads pretty good because last week, you know how it went. So I'm going to do one now, and I will join you back, and we'll do some intellectual freedom news. Please learn more about Freedomizer Radio by going to freedomizerradio.com and also Facebook us right at freedomizerradio.com. Catch you there. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait, there's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. And welcome back to Liberty Librarian. Yes, ads. I did it. So then... I know that we wanted to talk a little bit about intellectual freedom, and I have a few things to share today. One is you know that I am always about privacy, and having good privacy is important for all of us. I saw on the Freedomizer Radio uh, Facebook page today, they posted a really good article about um, staying away from Google. and. I use a lot of uh, different kinds of um, search engines and at work. Um, I know Google and uh, Firefox are um, the main browsers of choice, but they really recommend especially staying away from doing search engines with Google. But I found something this week that I thought I'd like to share with you too. And so kudos to Freedomizer Radio. Thank you for sharing that today. It's really good to, bring that stuff to people's attention um, on this website called Tech Engage. Um, the author Jazeeb Zaman posted, um, I think it was the end of last month, the best apps for secure private messaging. Now I don't like calling people and I don't like texting people. So a lot of times I am using um, like the Facebook messenger and that kind of stuff but there are better options, especially if you're very concerned about privacy, as you all should be. But there's um, there are a few really good options out there, and and most are free. So I'm going to share with you those today. The number one that they mentioned was called WhatsApp. WhatsApp is an encryption. So it, it's almost impossible for anyone between the certain receiver to read the contents of the message. And it's a secure option, and there are about 1.5 billion people who are using it. So you're more likely to find your friends and family there. And that was one of the reasons some of the other options I never did use because I have a tiny little – I have a smartphone, but it's 
got hardly any space on it. And so, you know, another app, that's all I need to suck up all my space on my phone. But if you have something that everyone uses, then I think that's a good option. So there are some security concerns with WhatsApp. Um, most notable is it's owned by Facebook, who, you know, I don't really trust as much. And so that, um, which is interesting, is that they own this WhatsApp, but on their own um, Facebook's Instagram and Facebook Messenger, they don't offer end-to-end encryption. And they're hoping that they will merge these two services sometime in the future. Um, But what does that mean? Is WhatsApp going to lose security features or is Facebook going to gain them? I'm guessing that um, they're going to lose security features because they like to know what people are up to. But so before that happens, WhatsApp is still very good. But keep an eye on that in case it does merge to see uh, the fine print, what's going to happen with it. Another one, if you're an Apple user, is iMessage. And this has end-to-end encryption. And it, has, and it also allows messages that will expire after a set time. It can only be read a limited number of times. So that, that reminds me of libraries in general. When you have the FBI coming and knocking on your door to look at patrons' records, having a system where it's gone, you know, makes it a lot easier to protect patrons' uh, privacy. So having a message system where it throws it away eventually and isn't recorded somewhere is a nice feature. Um, So sometimes, like, if it's very sensitive, it might be nice to have it automatically delete itself after they read it. The main problem with that is it's only, um, iMessage is only available to users Apple devices, which I have gotten away from because First of all, they're very expensive, and second, uh, they have. Like, I feel like I've had problems with the batteries and Apple products. Um, I used to be hardcore Apple family kind of person, and and my parents and brothers, they all use Apple. So I know they're the the products very very good. I just I got too burnt on it, so I went away. So. They can all use it and, and communicate with each other. I cannot. So it makes me a little sad. Um, here's the drawback. So it's only available to Apples, but also um, they have a backup feature. So you want to make sure the feature is turned off. And as uploading your message history to iCloud can compromise your messages if someone gains access to your iCloud account. So think about that. Another good option for messaging is called Wicker, W-I-C-K-R. Now, Wicker is one of the first messaging apps to offer end-to-end encryption. And so the app is built ground up for privacy. And it was launched by two cybersecurity advocates in 2012. So they, they kind of know what they're doing with it. Um, has regular security audits. And the app is open source, which I love. I love open source. I love the whole idea of that. So the major downside of it is it's just not as popular as WhatsApp or iMessage. If you want to switch the app, you need to convince your friends and family to follow you, and that may or may not be easy, which I know for myself, it's really hard to get me to want to switch to the new thing. I'm not an early adapter for most things. Okay, another option is an app called Telegram. 
Now, Telegram uses custom encryption protocol called MT-Proto to keep your messages private. So this encryption, however, isn't enabled by default. You have to create a separate secret chat to activate this encryption protocol. But once it's activated, the secret chat feature allows you to create messages that delete themselves after their expiration time has passed. So you can have a securely, you can securely exchange sensitive information and not worry about hanging out. Um, so here's the downside. There are concerns about the app security um, because messages that are not in the secret chats are kept in the company servers, potentially exposing them. And they also have been reported metadata leaks that have allowed hackers to see when users are online. So, I mean, these are good options, but they also have problems. Every single one of them is at a problem. Last two. So there's one called Viber. Viber also offers end-to-end -end encryption and color codes messages based on their security level. So if you have a security issue encountered, Viber lets you know. I think that's kind of cool. It's like in red, like there's some problems. And it's popular in certain countries and regions. So if your social network is not on Viber, you may need to convince them to start using it to make use of the app. And this one, I have a lot of friends that use is Signal. Signal offers end-to-end -end encryption and not only messages, but voice and video calls. And I've been thinking about switching to that just because it's considered most secure by the security community. So this is the best for last. The app has even been endorsed by the security advocate, Edward Snowden. As Signal has entirely open source, there's complete transparency on what the app does with your messages and data. As with all the apps, other than the major ones like WhatsApp and iMessage, Signal is limited by a small amount of users. However, given how much switching to an app like Signal can help secure your privacy, it definitely might, it could just be worth making the effort to convince your friends and family to make a switch to you. And I've had a few of my more brilliant uh, security-minded friends say this is what we should be using. So those are some good options. And number one, top one is Signal. So if you're going to switch to one and you're not sure about it, try Signal, get your friends to do it, and then your information will be secured, especially if you're concerned with those things. So that is one of my news. Now, another one that I wanted to talk about is prisons. Now, there was an article that came out in Vice. I think it was in June, the end of June, prisons are banning books that teach prisoners how to code. Now, I you can tell how society is by how we treat our prisoners and how free we are and how legitimately, legitimately um, into privacy and um, respecting people in our, in our own country. If um, we treat prisoners well, that's a good reflection. If we treat prisoners bad, that is a very bad reflection. So what prisoner, prisons are doing in Oregon, now this is in Vice and it was written by Madeline Gregory. Um, it says that Oregon prisons have banned dozens of books about technology and programming. And they, the examples, like they use Microsoft Excel 2016 for dummies, citing security reasons. I put my own quotation marks around that. And this state isn't alone. So the deal is that they are concerned that 
If you give prisoners access to books about how to code, how to program, that they're going to put malware and um, hack the system, and they're going to do something bad. However, this, it just doesn't even make sense to me. I mean, there's there the ones that are um, geared towards hacking. It's more obvious, right? That makes more sense why they might block that. That they could misuse the technology. However, um, a lot of these prisoners are learning, you know, coding and technology so they can get real, legitimate, well-paying jobs. Hopefully, after they graduate or graduate, the, they get out of prison. Graduate is not the right word, but you know what I mean. Where you can learn about technology to make yourself a more viable hire in the workforce. So I'm not surprised that some things are on the list, but they show Windows 10 for dummies and Microsoft Excel 2016 and Google AdSense. Um, it just doesn't make sense why some of these, they're not really dangerous. And it actually, you probably just need them for a basic office job for a lot of that. So some of these books um, dated back to the 1990s, and their contents are so outdated it would be hard to imagine a prisoner using them maliciously. Um, it says the big problem is not teaching prisoners basic computer skills that they will need when they reenter society. Um, you leave prison and you can't do anything. What good is that going to do you? You have no life then. What are you going to do? They, you're making it so the only option would be to go back into a life of crime because those are the only people that will accept you. So the big the big takeaway with this is we need to make sure that um, these kind of rules aren't aren't you know enforced. That they need to have more open libraries in prison let people learn and, you know, not, you know, find a balance to this. Um, they, they said uh, one of the examples that they found where uh, a prisoner was um, using technology for no good is they used a malicious thumb drive. So, they can have, prisoners are allowed to have thumb drives for educational or work-related purposes, but they used it to copy staff files from an Excel spreadsheet when the employee inserted it into the computer. So they said that the security concerns, however, are overblown because learning to hack can require more than reading a book. Uh, and you probably need unrestricted internet access and, you know, friends that can help you get in and out already. So Prison staff can monitor prisoners' activities. That's part of the point of being in prison. So the the knowledge isn't as dangerous here as it would be out in the in the world anyway. So there, I'm just looking at it. Ninety eight percent of the books have been approved, and there's just a handful at this. Um, in the DOC of Oregon that approved a handful of tech-related titles such as C programming and introduction using Windows 10. 
And there isn't really a good explanation why some books get banned and others don't. And the staff make a decision based on IT experience, DOC, Department of Corrections, technical architecture, and mandate to run safe and secure institutions for all. So each book is evaluated based on the information inside and the level of detail provides. So before we said that Oregon is not alone, um, Ohio and Michigan too have banned books that teach programming. Um, Kansas has technology focused books that also feature in the thousands of titles banned from prisons. So it's look at your own state and if you see that it is, uh, they're getting to be overzealous in their banning, um, send letters, send letters to your, your, your government officials, um, send letters to the prisons asking them to rethink that. Uh, we need, I work in a community college and we have students that come back um, straight out of um, being released from prison. And the main thing on their mind is to find a place in society and to start over. So I believe wholeheartedly that we need to share knowledge and try to help people get better. And, you know, they've, they're serving their time. They're trying to be better. Not everyone who leaves prison is going to like use the knowledge that they've gained for bad purposes. So please think about that. Okay. And my last one that I want to share with you, let's see, where did it go? Forbes talked about, oh, it's been over a year since we've um, had net neutrality taken away. And it's interesting to see the changes that have gone. And this Forbes article talks just real briefly about um, who's written by uh, two people, Forbes counsels, Francis Dinah of the Forbes Technology Council. So, this was written at the end of June as well. Now, this person, Francis Dinah, uh, is the CEO and co-founder of OpenVPN, a leading edge networking and software technology with over 25 downloads, million downloads <laughs> since its inception. So there are serious concerns about the loss of net neutrality in the United States. And um, the person who wrote this talks about um, growing up in Iraq under the dictatorship of Saddam Hussein and seeing what other countries like China, the UAE and North Korea are doing to block content. And um, the loss of net neutrality in the United States um, is putting us on this road to uh, censorship and um, blocking access to information. So, I thought that was a it was a very interesting article. I know I have a lot of friends and we see don't see eye to eye on it, on how it is interpreted. Um, the libertarian viewpoint is uh, that there shouldn't be rules, but I also believe that there shouldn't be people watching the internet and spying on us. So, how do you prevent that from happening? And that that is the 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 consequence of some of these decisions and I really wish there was no rules on it I, I kind of want 
a free internet. It should be free for everyone, everyone, everywhere in the world. However, it may not be as possible. I'm a big believer in, um, since we've lost net neutrality to make sure in this time, this, this year of being under the control of the government more with our internet is to make sure that you install a VPN and have proxy servers. Um, they allow you to appear as if you're connecting to the internet from another location, but that's where the similarities end. Um, proxies only hide your IP address and act as a middleman. A VPN captures the entire network connection and passes data through the encrypted tunnel. This means ISPs won't be able to access your true location or private data, therefore won't be able to censor or throttle the sites you visit. So, and that was to sum up this whole article. And you should remember with a grain of salt, this person is a CEO of a company that makes VPNs. Um, and I don't think that VPN is one that I would choose to use, but um, it, I don't know of anything really wrong with it. But I do think that if you are semi-serious about privacy, which you should be, you should look into getting a VPN. They're free ones. There are ones that you pay that not a lot, but I feel that I use it pretty much all the time and it protects you on the privacy side, but also a lot of them have built-in things like pop-up blockers that stop malicious content from getting on your computer, which I hate that, you know, you go out there and all of a sudden the site's hacked and they're trying to hack you. So I, I don't believe that we're really in the clear. A lot of people said, oh, look, it's, it went away and nothing happened. Did it, though? Are we safer? Or I feel like we're right on the edge of things going downhill very fast. So look, look at the article yourself and, and you know choose for yourself how you feel like net neutrality is. I don't feel like it's you know, like the society just fell apart because it went away. But in the next five years, I can see that there'll be a lot more um, impact with uh, voice, video, and competition as well. So they talk about that we're seeing people make their calls using um, phones and apps and FaceTime and WhatsApp, like we talked about earlier, and Skype. But some countries have actually banned those. So how far are we? Is it far-fetched to think that we are far off from our the United States banning software? Because they don't want, they believe that if you're hiding something, you must be doing something wrong. Whereas privacy should be on everyone's mind. We should all just go start from a place where we have privacy and they shouldn't care about what we're doing. Unless you've proven that you're doing like really heinous criminal things, the government should have no way or right to go looking at what you're doing. So the the, the good thing there is, and this is the other side of it. I, I love devil's advocate. The good thing about repealing net neutrality is it could spur competition on the ISP market. Now, if people are smart, if companies are smart, 
they would look at ways of um, being becoming more transparent, um, competing, um, having complete internet access, and uh, providing their own net neutrality to users and taking the power away from some of the ISPs. So would companies do that? I mean, you know, there's a lot of control issues there, but would people pay for it? Would you pay more for privacy? Some people would, some people wouldn't. I mean, every day I talk to people who go, you know, like this is really insecure the way that you're doing this. And they're like, it's free. That's free. I like free. I'm like, okay, well, as long as you're aware of what you've given up, that's the main thing. So think about that in this past year of no net neutrality. There's some good and there's some bad. Let's see what comes out of it. Just be ready. You know, always protect your butt, get a VPN, start looking at um, ways of doing your instant messaging where you protect yourself. And that's all I want. That's all I want for any of you is to just think about these things. Okay. So I think that's going to be good for our um, intellectual freedom news of the of the week. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a little bitty break. And then we're going to come back and I'm going to talk to you about my self-experimentation of making myself the bionic woman bionic liberty librarian so i'll be back in just a few and we will talk a little more this is mercy if you're listening to this message warriors you are the resistance warriors you are not alone There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. Read about it in the Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. Available now at newsstands everywhere. The Sovereign is a monthly 24-page tabloid newspaper featuring incendiary content about life during wartime in the age of Obama. Warriors, keep to date every month. Remember to read The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. Available at newsstands everywhere. This alert is for all you boppers out there in the big city, all you street people with an ear for the action. This is Mercy. If you're listening to this message, warriors, you are the resistance. This is Mercy. Mine will be the last voice you will ever hear. Don't be alarmed. Join us as we peel away the layers of the unseen, unknown, and uncharted. And we hope you tune in late night, 9 p.m. Pacific time, to get ready to find a clarity after dark. And we're back for Two Liberty Librarian. This is your host again, Heather Biederman. And, you know, I was talking a little bit earlier about health. And how important it is for all of us to really think about that and to think about ways of preserving ourselves, our beings, to be healthy individuals, happy individuals. And one of the things that I have, I'll admit, is I have a problem with food and being like very sedentary. I can say words. 
sedentary where I sit on my butt and I love uh, sitting and watching Netflix when it's hot outside and not walking around and I know this uh, it takes a toll really really fast uh, the last few months, I have been more focused on uh, doing work on my computer and not getting out enough. And it's been really, you see like the, the results of it, you like lose energy and then you lose motivation. So and you get chunky. I mean, like, let's face it. We are all people who live in a world where you see people on TV and on the movie screen and on YouTube videos that are all beautiful and young and fabulous. They dress great. They have fabulous hair. They are not fat. And they are just dynamic people. And there's a part of all of us that feels like you'll never stack up to that. And maybe will, maybe won't. It doesn't really matter. I'm going to say the, 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 the side of it that I am a beautiful person. I am funny and I feel like I make myself laugh every day and I like being around people that make me laugh. The physicality of me will eventually go away someday anyway. But I hope that my mind lives on for forever in the universe, always making people happy. But... I also know, this is the, 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 the dark side of it, is that people, when they meet you, they're all about um, first impressions and how you look. And like, am I, do I look like somebody that you respect? Do I look like a person that you would want to listen to? And I will tell you, nine times out of ten, most of the people that you really listen to and respect um, are fit they are healthy, they can be funny and smart, but there's something about it that's subconscious for people that they want to be around people that look good. And is that right or wrong? I don't know. But it gets into your head. And I'm like in my 40s now. So you, you look at yourself and metabolism is stopped. It's doing a dead stop. Uh, my energy level is low. Uh, I try really hard to think of ways to take care of myself. And in the last couple of weeks, I had seen some ads for like a celebrity posting about um, one of these easy fixes, you know, like everybody in our country is obsessed with plastic surgery, right? But the new thing is like non-invasive plastic surgery. So part of me thought about, would I do it? You know, would I spend money to just have an easy fix? So you don't have to think about it anymore. It's done. And I'm like, there's no way. Like the one I was looking at was, um, I think it was Drew Barrymore was advertising this thing called M, M Sculpt. Now what M Sculpt is, is, um, kind of as an electric device that um, does sort of an EMS. It's like an electrical muscle stimulation on your, it, most of the ones I've seen, it was on your belly. And so I watched the video and it just does a great big tight crunch on it. And then you just get kind of like, they say it's not zapped, but it looks zapped to me. 
and they say it's like get doing 20,000 or 2,000 setups in like 20 minutes and then you're going to be buff. But the thing is it cost about, I think it was $1,000 a session and you had to do multiple sessions and it didn't last forever. So, of course, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to spend thousands of dollars for something that sort of works, sort of doesn't. But it got into my head where I had thought about this Tim Ferriss book I'd read, The Four-Hour Body. And he did self-experimentation. He did supplements. He did um, some various treatments, which I'll talk about. Um, and he had very good success with it. And he's one of the ones that got me kind of into well, he called it slow carb, but, you know, we're all kind of into this low carb, um, keto, you know, you pick your poison, but, um, basically it's slow carb was more of a, I don't know, relaxed way of eating for the low carb, not as bad as Atkins, but, um, you know, like very thoughtful about how you eat and eat more vegetables let no bread. I think it was he was one of the ones that was there's no um there's no white grains like no white bread, no rice, something like that, no mashed potatoes. You mostly are eating like I think he was okay with beans and, and vegetables and, and some fruit. Then he'd have a cheat day, which I, I still think everybody should have a cheat day. It's just there's no way you can stick to a diet forever if you can't have a little bit of what you like, right? So I liked I liked his ideas that he would try stuff out. And his ideas, especially back 10 years ago, were very unpopular. But then they really turned things around and picked up. And some of them have been tested a little bit more. Others have been pushed off to the wayside. Now, the this M-Sculpt one I was talking about, I thought about it. Like, how could I do something like that? For myself at home it wouldn't be as drastic obviously but um, cheaper cheaper of course so I looked into it and, and my plan was I'm going to try to do some of these things there's a couple different techniques of um, what they call body sculpting that I could do at home and they're non-invasive and they can maybe help build up muscles and help fat shed a little bit faster. So what I'm going to be doing, and this is the, the, the point of it is trying a few of these all together along with healthier eating, working out. Of course, um, I work out 30 minutes every day in the morning. Um, I, I usually go to a, do a video. It's like, uh, you know, she's annoying. I'm muter, but um, Jillian Michaels has a ripped in 30 DVD. I just put that in, and I do hand weights, and it's kind of like HIT, H-I-I-T training, if you've ever heard of that. Um, it's like a high-intensity interval training is what HIT stands for. Now, what that means is you just you go really tough for a while, get really sweaty, and then you kind of, like, tone it down. You kind of calm, and then you bring build it right back up. So... If you want a free option, you could go out on YouTube and just type H-I-I-T training workout and or H-I-I-T workout would pretty much get you all of that. And there's tons of free ones out there. And 
I always say I can always fit in at least 30 minutes to work out, right? And I also do um, green drink every day for my breakfast. And um, there's multiple ways you could do that. You could do fresh juicing or you can do powders. And there's a lot of options out there. But you you do you, right? Um, but then to add on these non-invasive ways of giving the, the fat and the muscles a little bit of a nudge, right, to get it going. So for the M-Sculpt, instead of doing like a $1,000 session, I found on Amazon, and I'll share these links. Um, I'm not getting any money from any of this, but um, I found a wireless, it's um, called Easy at Home. It's a, a wireless rechargeable um, TENS EMS unit. Now, you may know TENS for um, helping to heal injuries, right? And they have these little electrodes that you put on yourself. And um, the one I bought has both TENS settings and EMS settings. And the EMS is what you actually want to use to um, get your muscles kind of firmed. And from the research I've read, uh, EMS can be is is a lot more used right now in um, professional athletes. They use it. Um, they use it during training, and they also use it for recovery. Now, I what I do with it is I don't like to use it when I get really sweaty. Now the the easy at home they have these little self sticking. Uh, electrodes and I just put them on my belly um, I've found some different websites there are really expensive high-end EMS units out there um, there I think a couple of them are, are like uh, Compex and PowerDot I think they range from like around $275 so you can spend a little bit more and get like higher quality and they come with really good um, detailed how to use it Whereas I got this easy at home and I think I got it for about, I think mine was about 50 and now I think it's gone. It fluctuates. If you like wait a week or two, I think um, Amazon had them is going to probably have another sale on the 15th, 16th. So you may find them cheaper than too. but I put them on my abs. I actually have two of these little things because they come with four different electrode pads and each one. So and then I'll have eight all together and just run both of them at the same time. So I got all over on my belly and sometimes I'll put them on my thighs or on my butt or back of my arms. And I'll tell you, if you're already skinny, you're not going to want to like crank these things up because they're pretty, I mean, it's so tiny, but it's a very powerful little setup and you can feel your muscles contracting with it. And I use, um, on my, um, it comes up to 16 different settings, and um, I just go on the, the highest level EMS setting I could find. It was like 13, 14 on it, and um, it works really good, and I found that on my belly, I can crank it up a lot higher because there's fat there, and on my arms where I weirdly have hardly any fat, um, I can only do like one or two, and that's because the less fat you have, the the electricity doesn't have to work as hard to go through. Now, obviously, there's a lot of things you need to think about if you have any heart conditions or 
you have just ill health in general, I would just not start with the EMS unit. It's just, it could be dangerous for you. And I, and, and there's always, and I talk to people who are very um, sensitive to electromagnetic kind of field. I am not one of them. I found that I have no side effects. The worst I had was um, you have to be thoughtful about changing out your electrode pads, right? So you change those out. Um, every so often, you can start to tell when the, the it starts to get a little bit less sticky. Then you change it out. If you wait too long, then you might have it where it zaps you a little bit. And then you know for sure it's time to change it out. Just be ready with something like these. It isn't a one and done where you never have to buy something again. Um, these ones, you can get like a, like 20 of these pads for about, I don't know, 15 to 18 bucks. And they last a long time. I, I usually keep each set for about at least a month. And, and I use them every day. So you don't have to throw them every time, but you just be aware you're going to have to replace I can feel the difference. My belly gets a little tighter. I've been here about two weeks now, and I'm doing the work in the morning, and then um, I do kind of what I call dance party, 80s dance party in my living room. I'll put music on, put the little um, pads on, the little um, electrode pads on my belly, start it up, dance for a while. I can do other stuff. I can cook. I can, like, do house cleaning, so it's not um, that you can't do anything. The more you crank it up, though, you're not going to be wanting to bend down and like pick up things off the floor a lot because you feel it. It really contracts. So we'll see in a couple months, like if there's a big difference or not. I'm, you know, it's not going to be as much as like an M sculpt kind of uh, thing where you go into the doctor and have them do it, but it, it helps. And one new thing I've found is um, I have a weighted vest and I do that when I'm dancing around and it gives a little bit more you have to work a little harder if you have a weighted vest so if you, if it's something that you don't want to do anything electrical um, the weighted vest by itself and like walking or dancing so you get your you, you should always strive for trying to get up to 10,000 steps or working your way there and so I try to do that every single day get 10,000 steps and so if I do a little bit of dancing in the living room so people don't see me um, I put on my weighted vest and I dance around and that helps you know it gives you a little bit more of a workout than if you just were dancing around by yourself and another one that I was interested in was especially from the Tim Ferriss book um, was uh, cold therapy the one, the modern equivalent in the doctor's office is called cool sculpting. What they do with that is they have this little vacuum thing that sucks your tummy fat into it and it makes it super cold. And the, the basics of it is that your, um, your body will break down the fat because it froze. And in your body, it's not like a you're frozen like a not frostbite or anything it's just your body breaks it down and um, tries to keep you warmer and it flushes it out your system you urinate it out so the 
problem with CoolSculpt is you really don't see a lot of your results right away. It's usually a month or two later that you'll see it. But I was intrigued by that because in the Tim Ferriss book, they talk about how um, cold can be used to change your, you have fat on your body, right? All over your body, you have white fat. But in the certain parts of your body, like the very back of your neck, it's there's a, a lot of times you'll have what's called BAT. It's brown adipose, um, what is that, tissue. So that brown adipose t- tissue, you want more of it. And when you're a baby, you have a lot more of it. But um, it changes the white fat in the area to um, brown if, like, you get really cold because – it wants you to go change how you process the fat in your body. So if you um, have a lot of brown adipose tissue, the BAT, um, you your body gets cold and then it goes time to like make your body warmer. So instead of um, just taking from your food and your regular resources, it starts to burn the fat down in your body. So cool, right? That sounds like it's great because I would love to have some less fat. Everyone wants some less, less fat, pretty much. Um, so it's called thermogenesis. Now, there's lots of ways you can do this. Um, thermogenesis can be, you can, a lot of the hardcore people are into this. Um, they do ice baths. No, no way in hell I'm doing ice baths. No way. I am a wimp. I live in the north, but I'm not crazy. Um, but some people do it. It's not bad. An easy way to do it, if you don't want to put a lot of time or effort into it, is um, people take their shower in the morning, and they will turn it from warm to ice cold. In the last minute, they put their body under it as long as they can stand it. And you especially, like, you have a lot more of this brown fat at the very back of your neck. You know, if you touch, like, the kind of where your neck connects to your shoulders and your back. Um, There's a little bit of a a lump there usually. That's the area where you'll find a lot of the brown fat already exists. So if you focus the cold there, you're getting a lot more of the energy, like converting your fat into like waste, body waste that goes away. So the easy way to do it, he talks in the book about 80-20, now, 80-20, you um, put, you get 80% of the results from 20% of the effort. So if you can find the easiest way and the most direct way to make change in your body, you want to do that, right? Because you don't have to do all, you don't have to do the ice baths. You don't have to, like, totally, like, do a cold shower every day. You could. But the way that he recommended in the book was in that little spot in the back of your neck where, like I said, where your, your neck and your, your spine kind of join where your shoulders are. It says there's a little bit of a lump there if you touch your back right at the top. Put an ice pack there. Um, I wrap mine in like a thin cloth. So it, you don't want to like give yourself freezer burn. You, know? you don't want to frostbite or anything. But you do that. Put an ice pack on the back of your neck for 20 minutes to half an hour. I usually go with half an hour. I feel like it works better for me then. Um, 
do it every day, once a day, and it will help burn off your fat a little bit faster. Now, I think it's just great. That on your own, you just do that and you'll, it, it helps. Um, I've, I've read a lot of people talking about how that was a great system for them. I also add that um, I put, because of this cool sculpting that I was interested in, I've gotten this really like great big, um, it's like an ice pack, but it's soft-sided, and you just wrap it around my belly. It's about big enough to cover my whole belly, and I put it in a pillowcase because I don't want it to burn my body. And I just sit on the couch, and I put it on there when I, I like lately I've been doing it after I work out, and I'll be doing it to cool down. But it gets so cold that I have to put blankets over myself while I have the ice pack on. Now, some people can't stand it. You know, in that case, you know, maybe that the ice pack right on the back of your neck, I don't even feel it after a couple minutes. But the one on my belly, I start to because it just, I don't know if it's more sensitive or what, but um, you do those two together because if you, especially if you have a, like most of your fat goes to your belly like mine does, it, it can, it can really help kind of kickstart that area starting to burn down. So most trainers will say there is no spot fix. This is the closest thing you're going to get to doing it. And so that's why I'm, you know, almost all of my fat on my body goes to my stomach. It goes to my butt and everybody has different ways that it goes, but you do some of that and you can start burning the fat calories a little bit higher. So, of course, you want to have healthy diet and supplements. And if you have any health conditions, you should really consider like keeping it simple. But I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how this is going to grow. So I take, uh, I've been doing like little shots in the morning and before bed of apple cider vinegar with a little bit of stevia because I, so I can stand it and I mix it with water. You got to make sure you brush your teeth after that. Um, but it's helped with appetite reduction. And I also have, um, I just got ordered something to try to add to my, to this whole craziness is um, if you've ever heard of something, there's um, another one that the, the aesthetic um, doctors, uh, plastic surgeons are doing the non-invasive is called, uh, I think it's Vanquish is one of their name brand ones doing radio frequency and cavitation so that's heating up the fat in your body and so your body can also process it and urinate it out so I'm looking at I found a machine for uh, 65 bucks on Amazon a little handheld one probably won't do anything but I'm going to give it a try I mean it had good reviews and we'll see I've seen some really uh, compelling YouTube videos for me to try it now if there was ever something that was just an easy fix I would tell you but I'm gonna work on these for the next couple months and hopefully by September 1st I'll have like a an update for you guys here because I just I'd really like to not spend thousands and thousands of dollars trying to look like a 20 year old I'm never gonna look like a 20 year old nobody is but I do think there is something to be said for trying to find an easier way of being healthy. And 
if it's something I can just add into my daily routines. I mean, I already have the last few years, I, I had gone to a, um, a dermatologist and I had gone to uh, like one of those estheticians, a- 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 however you say that, um, where they do um, face facials and make you look pretty. And I had seen some of the options, like some people do Botox and all that stuff. And and I look pretty young, right? I, but I just thought, you know, I'd like to keep looking like fresh and good for as long as possible. So I went in and I had uh, the microderm abrasion done. And it was part of the facials and it was nice. But the cost is just too much for me to feel like it's justified right so I figured out how to do like some of this anti-aging stuff at home so I do once a week I do like a a point what is it called a it's a derma roller and it's a 0.5 millimeter um they have these little needles and it's on a roller and you roll it across your face um it hurts a little bit um, the more you get used to it, the less it hurts. It kind of firms up your face and it gives, uh, makes you kind of build collagen up. And collagen is the name of the game for for our bodies as we get older. And so I like combine that with, I try to find some more affordable uh, skin, like, you know, like serums and stuff. Because I am all about keeping it affordable but effective so I'm not going to be buying some like $300-$500 La Mer kind of stuff I'm looking at drugstore brands ways of um, keeping it so anybody could do it and I'm hoping like maybe down the road I'll share it all in like some Amazon book that I post you know see if anybody reads it but um, I use the derma roller once a week, and I think about once a month or every other month, I use um, a one millimeter one, which is a lot longer, and you totally have to use a face numbing one for that. But I think it it helps. It keeps the the basic um, skin looking nice. Every day I use a like a glycolic serum, and it, it keeps your skin looking fresh. And every so often I do a chemical peel at home and, you know, everyone's like, oh, you put acid on your face. And I'm like, eh, it's very mild. I'm not, I don't do things that you can see actual peeling. I've I've done that before and it just looks so weird. I don't like anything where you have to like explain what is happening to your face to people. So keeping it um, easy to maintain, I think that Part of what I think about um, what I've learned to do with my skincare routine is um, keeping it maybe lower um, intensity, but um, being diligent with it and keeping up with it um, has better results in the long run. Um, Some people might argue, you know, you want to go hardcore or go all the way, but I think you can actually damage your skin if you go too strong. Um, And I feel like some of these things I'm looking at trying with the ice packs the EMS unit and then these new radio frequency unit to see like it's not going to be as strong as what you get in the doctor's office. Right. But 
to have options so you can really take care of yourself and um, keep it keep everything looking nice. So if you have things that you're doing, would you please share it with me on Facebook um, on the Liberty Librarian page? I, I, I really feel like it would be super cool to be able to take, you know, come together with each other and share what works for us because seriously, there's so many, there's so many techniques out there. Um, the, the serums, um, there's so many ways of doing it. I know people that put on, um, you know, they put olive oil on their face. There's simple ways of doing it and it can really work. I was just trying, I was looking at the Freedomizer radio website and I was trying to get on the join chat and it didn't work for me. So if you're trying to chat with me, I'm like looking at it and I can't get it to open up. So unfortunately, but I am, uh, I'm going to play an ad for you and then I'm going to come back and we'll talk just a little bit. There's simple ways of doing it and it can really work. There it goes. I was just trying. Interesting. So it plays it in the background. So I'm going to turn that off for now. I'm going to have to figure out a way to do that. Maybe I'll find a different screen. I can make my own kind of command center so I can do chat at the same time. So I'm going to do a little ad. And I'm going to uh, be right back and we'll finish up. Talk a little bit about um, just life in general. And... uh, We'll have some more fun. So I'll be back in just a few. Come join us as we peel away the layers of the unseen, unknown, and uncharted. And we hope you tune in late night, 9 p.m. Pacific time, to get ready to find a clarity after dark. Get ready for the epic new documentary adventure ride of your life. Shade the motion picture. Up you into the globalist domain and embellish in Burma's film. Nothing in this world works the way you think it does. Nothing. Governments do not operate the way you think they do. Banks do not do what you think they do. The police department is not here for what you think it is. Nothing in your world works the way you think it does. We have to let them know that their world government has been identified and they thought they just closed the world economy to bring in a worldwide police state. But if they did it, it's going to bring them down. You have to stand up. Speak up. Speak out. Shade the motion picture. Order your copy of the DVD today at ShadeTheMotionPicture.com. Welcome back to Liberty Librarian. Now, we had just been talking a little bit about uh, non-invasive ways of dealing with, you know, your body shaping and trying to work on being a better person. And I think that a lot of this comes from, you know, I see my family getting older and my friends are getting older and people are starting to get sick and how can we just maintain ourselves so we can have nice long lives and 
feel good about ourselves and be successful. There's a lot to it. There's a lot of baggage that comes with people feeling bad about themselves. And I, I have a friend who got over cancer and she lost a lot of weight and it was terrifying seeing her like a very skinny um, skeletal person. And I would just every day be praying that we could put a little more weight on, have her body fight the, fight the cancer. And she did and she won. But what was really hard for me to see is people coming up and going, Oh, you look so good. What you're gaining weight. And I go, no, you look good because you're healthy and happy. And it has nothing to do with how many pounds you weigh. It shouldn't have anything to do with any of that. And, and who gives a crap what other people think about you, really? It's what you think about you. And that's the, the main thing that, who are you doing this for? Are you doing it for you or are you doing it for everyone else? So I my main focus with this is to try some of these things. Because, you know, I'm weird and I like to do stuff for fun. Um, it's like, oh, see how this works. Well, is it something I can keep doing? Is it something that is worth it? Does it work? And maybe I'll write about it because that's fun to me. I like to share. But if it's about, like, do you guys think I'm hot? I don't give a crap what you guys think if I'm hot or not. You just, you're listening to the radio. I can look like Jabba. It doesn't matter. But I want to be around. I want to. I want to be. I want to get to be a hundred years old and be the frisky weirdo that you know today. And I hope that you all are around too. So, if nothing else, at least eat healthy. Like take a walk. You know, go outside, do stuff. And I and I worry about you. You know, I, it's like I feel like I'm the mother of the of the internet right now, where I'm just. I want you to have concern for your privacy and to think about ways that you can keep yourself safe and keep your family safe on the internet because there are people out there who are looking for ways of hacking you and messing with you and I love y'all I want you to be happy and healthy and safe so I mean that's that's ultimately where it's coming from and I, I try to make myself better and I know that we all work on it. There's a lot of things, even with this radio show, it's a lot of it just, I wanted to try it. I want to see. And there's things I would do better. And I there's a lot of stuff I want to keep working on. Like even today, I worked on, um, I'm not super techie, but I've um, there's a program called Audacity that you can use to edit radio and you know sound recording files and last week with the tech problems that we had I just felt so bad because that interview with Jill was just so great and I was lucky that I had it recorded for um off of Skype too so uh, it we lucked out because it was just it, it was such a great interview and it sounded so good but then with the technology, it just it wiped out the sound. You could barely hear Jill. So I'm really, I was happy with myself that I took some time and sat down with this new program that I was uncomfortable with and got it to work. And it is reposted. 
and it always seems like, you know, when you're young, you get things really quick, you figure it out quickly, but new technology, the older I get, it's more of a challenge. So I, I try, I try really hard because I feel like I've seen enough studies where, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? And that comes with brains and muscles and everything. You don't keep doing things that you enjoy or even things you don't enjoy. Just keep it, keep it going and your brain will keep working. I mean, that's all I want. I've had um, relatives that have had dementia and if there's anything I can do that would prevent some of that, I will do it. I am just, you worry about, you know, like just making it, first of all. Can I get older and be alive? Because you see a lot of friends get sick and some don't make it. But, like, can I live and have quality of life? That would be the ultimate. So, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a sensitive day. <laughs> you know, I'm just taking you down that road. But... I have a lot of good things to look forward to, and I hope you do too. Have For me, having trips that I'm planning ahead and uh, visiting friends makes it all worthwhile. And I want to be able to keep doing that for many, many years. And, and I just think if there's ways that I can make it easier for other people, because I know, I see, I see you guys on Facebook. I see my friends out there that are fighting the good fight and, what works for one person might not work for everybody. So I just, I want to make sure that we can all have options. You know, I've done a intermittent fasting in the past and I'm thinking about doing it again. And what that means is not, it's not, not eating. Cause I love to eat. Right. But um, like I've done the five, two diet, which is um, two days a week. You go down to, you do calorie restriction on two days and the rest of the week you eat they say you can eat whatever you want but I keep it kind of in the the realm of healthy try to eat more vegetables lower carbs um and one day a week you can do whatever you want but um and it works that totally works for me it's just for me the food part is the hardest I can I can do exercise. I actually kind of like exercise. I like, uh, you know, the planning. I like to to figure it out and how it all works together. But, oh, I have a very social life. And it seems like, especially if you're doing dieting, it seems like every day somebody wants to go do something with me. How do you how do you keep it so you can be social? I mean, like a lot of the friends we have, they want to go to a brewery, they want to go have cake, they want to have ice cream, and who am I to say no? I like that stuff too. So it's one of the things I think about a lot is my place in it, how I can have that control but still not feel like I'm missing out. And I know that sometimes depression plays a part of it, too. If you're not happy, then you look for ways of self-medicating. And that can be food, like a donut or drinking or whatever, sitting on the couch playing Lord of the Rings online for eternity. And I've been known to do a lot of all of the above. So a lot of that is on me. 
but I, I just want to give myself an edge, like something that will just make it easier. So you go, you can see the success. So you get excited about it and you keep it going. So I hope you can find your own way of getting that success, holding on to it, making yourself want to keep going. Cause it's just so great. It's so great when you can just relax and enjoy life. So that's about it of my soapbox crap today. <laughs> I hope that uh, you have enjoyed your your Fourth of July week and your nice long weekend, hopefully, and you had some good weather. You get to see some fireworks. My cats don't like the fireworks so much. Uh, the boy cat. He kind of looks for it. I think he wants to have a fight with it. But the the girl cat was just shivering and sad. So I hope that your pets, if you have them, they came out okay. I know a few of our friends have um, to, to medicate their pets just so they can deal with it. And mine, I gave them a little bit more CBD oil. And they seem to be better this year. I think it's okay. But I always worry because I know some pets they flip out and I think it is one of the hardest things of pet ownership when you can't really logically explain to a a creature living in your house that these noises you hear it's not the end of days it's just celebration and there's no explaining it and then I started watching uh, the third season of Stranger Things and that is awesome so I hope you guys enjoy it I won't spoil it for you but Um, I'm about halfway in, so we'll see. Might be good, might not. We'll see. I love those characters. So with that, I don't have too much else going on for you guys. Um, Next week, I'm hoping to have another um, guest host. I'm going to keep it a surprise for now. Uh, I just wanted to go over some of this with you. Uh, In the fall, I'm hoping that if I can get it all together... Um, be able to write down some of the things I talked about today and uh, do a little um, short book that might be available on Amazon. So we'll see how that goes. I think it'll be a lot of fun to show off if there's any changes. And there might not be any. It's always a chance when you do um, self-experimentation that things may just not work out. And that's okay too. But I do hope that you have a great week. And I love getting to talk with you guys. So if there's anything you want me to cover, send me a note on Facebook. I'm really happy to answer any questions there. And um, I'm hoping to get some of that. We have like a new uh, webmaster for Freedomizer Radio. So I'm hoping that I can get some more of this technology side figured out. And then it'll be even better for y'all. So have a great week. Love you guys. And I will talk to you next week. See ya. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.